Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? Doing well. Really? Yeah. Sure about that. Oh, yes. yes. How was Barcelona? Barcelona? Terrific. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a ball. A bull? That, too. Well, yeah, because there are bulls there. Yeah, and surprisingly, they're not as tasty as I thought they would be. So, how is mail delivery in Barcelona? Mail delivery, let me tell you, like... They eat their letter carriers down there. They're, they're tribal people. Like, uh, it's not like, when you come here, like, you know, like, when you think mailman, you think the cornerstone of your neighborhood. Like, he is always there giving you your mail, and he knows how to deliver the packages to you and all the other things. But down there, that Barcelona, it's just like, just, they, they don't even have addresses. It's just like bulls and farms and ranches and tall buildings and horses and donkeys. Man, stay away from Barcelona. This is That's a Nexus, episode 116, Such a Square Slash Rectangle, on Saturday, March 1st, 2014. And now, hold the landline. This episode of At the Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rapperson with co-host Matthew Petchel, the mailman. So how was Mobile World Congress? Oh, man. That was you good? Know, I was expecting to see more Firefox phones. I expected to see that, too. I'm very didn't glad. get that. No? Didn't get no. that? So, um, since you're an international post office carrier now, uh, how was it stateside this week for you? Oh, much colder out here. I got a cold. Yeah, it does sound like you've aged significantly in the last week and a half. I went to Barcelona. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed that uh, aging happens when you go to Barcelona, Spain. I mean, what happens there stays in you forever. Because you don't just go away. Barcelona's forever. But it happens again next year. But will it be in Barcelona again? Always, every year. You went last year, too. Did not. Last year, you went. Okay, fine. That's true. Well, I, I had a pretty big week, too. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, uh, first midterm. Already? Mm-hmm. First midterm. S- second week? Third week? I don't know what week we're in now. Hmm. Sixth, seventh? I don't know. No, first midterm. So there's one trick question on it that would have been impossible to know. And since I didn't buy the book or... <laughs> turn to any of the slides i heard this was true. like it's an open book test an open note test so you could have known every question on the test if you just had the book like nothing wasn't in the book and since i didn't buy any of those or print any of the things the true question was impossible to answer unless you had pre-warned knowledge from the book or the slides murphy would always put trick questions in like oh what was the first paragraph of the reading like he wanted to see how many people opened their book and i never opened my no, book. i've never done that either so that that wasn't very nice, but I it was acceptable with it. I put up a good fight for it. Yeah, we'll see how you did. Mm. Or ninety two percent probably. Oh wow, ninety probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so also this week, I I um was um told that I'll be teaching my favorite class next week, which is email website basics. Oh, website basics. So I have to uh, prepare my slides for two thousand fourteen. I hope you just change the date. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, a lot of professors I hear at the U don't even do that. No, they really don't. No, but do you know why? It's so, so no, they generate their slides in LaTeX. Oh. And apparently that's non-trivial to recompile or something. So mostly because somebody lost all the files. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and furthermore, this week, uh, I have a lot of homework next week. And, and so one of my partners, who will remain unnamed, um, has been non-present. Hebert! And so uh, here I am. Doing a show, and my partner is not doing a show, so he's not justified in not doing the work. So, that's all I have to say about that. I heard he was grocery shopping. That's what you heard, and I'm impressed. And he never got For back For three to days. Me. Still in Cobb right now. He's only in aisle six. 
started not so long. hard to figure out how to pick which rice you want. It is. How much you get per ounce? Like how much? How many cents it costs per ounce? Is the only way you measure rice. Well, Sam has to count each rice grain. But you don't do that. Like, I I know you don't. You only eat around the outside when you make a bowl. Like you don't actually eat all of it. Right. So I don't know why he has to bother. But he's compulsive like this. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Well. Any any other big news for the uh, week that you had? Um. Hey, still not fired. Oh, that's good. So that's your first full week, right? Uh, Monday I was off of training. So uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, so your those... mo- your first fuller week. Well, it's still five days. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's that's a work week for most folk. Yeah, okay, great. So I had a five day of my own and a six day of. So uh... you don't have to disclose what items you lost, but how many items did you lose? Oh, oh. <laughs> so first day of training, I lost my ID. And so you're just I, gonna blatantly tell everyone that. Yeah, that that's gone. Okay. Like uh I'm not even gonna hide that. Um so I scanned like the manager knows because I go to his desk to take my barcode out to scan. Oh, it. you're a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, I just want to stick it on like my, my driver's license or something. Um and today I lost my uh pepper spray. That 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 fell off. So hmm, that's not good. But statistically speaking, winter's pretty bad for dog bites. And by pretty bad I mean very low. I mean, I mean, dogs are a spring and summer issue. I feel like you'll have increasing frequency going forward, so you might want to get the taken care of. I mean, if a dog runs up to me, I'll scream at it. Like I've been practicing screaming, and I, I, know I really think I could change. Your, your middle school girl's scream has also been perfected to yes. a high degree. Like that's what I'm thinking is going to save me from a pit bull mauling. Yes, you speak from the valley, you'll win. You know. You know, I I don't know if that's actually true, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to do some research on that. I think it's true. I think it's true. <laughs> I, I I don't think it could possibly be true. Well, that's okay. Well, you know what is true? This week was actually indeed, and there's no lies here. Mobile World Congress, and you know, it's a pretty big week in the tech industry. Do you know why? Because nothing happened. That's true. Like every phone that already had already come out previously came out again. Yeah, basically the same. But that said, Mobile World Congress might as well be treated like a second CES, but without the TVs. Like, it's yeah. just a bunch of new phones, a bunch of new tablets, a bunch of new processors, and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to go through some of the notable highlights, and we like to talk about consumer tech here, so it's mostly just phones, and maybe some incidental news that just happened to leak or be talked about while at Barcelona, Spain, which is where the bulls were running and the phones were topping. I don't know. Hopping, yes. I I I don't know. Uh, what what do you what do you do in Spain other than you watch bulls? I know, but what is what else? Is that it? Oh, well, see, I I didn't leave my hotel very often. I I, I know. So I, I had a problem with uh, the the cultural differences. Of course, you did. Like everything. Like um, I like I literally felt like I just aged in that room, just staring at the wallpaper. Are you sure way, there was that, wallpaper? I didn't even have a TV. But that, that's okay, because yeah. you had your new uh, phone. Phone. Yeah. Yes. yes. I had the Netflix app, too. Yeah. I No, it doesn't. And uh, I got the satellite uplink. Got the satellite uplink. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, if, if somebody wanted to read about the links that we have gathered for MWC this month, where would they go to find those links? Do you know? Oh, yeah. They can just uh, check out uh, the nexus.tv slash ATN. 116. 116? 116. I've got nothing for that. Let's move on. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, normally we talk about how, like, there's N episodes until the next 200 or something. 
Yeah. You know, there's something going on. Let's 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 begin with our tech and phones and hardware. Can we can we do that? <laughs> let's talk who, about who, Sony. Do th- who do you think Sony. goes first? Sony. Sony. Why Sony? Sony? Because they're the most prominent and not bankrupt. No, but okay. I I think Sony is going first because I put it in the show notes first because they had the earliest keynote on Barcelona. Yeah, I think that happened. And so uh, Sony came up with two products of note this this time, which was an update, first of all, to the Z1 tablet and the Z1 phone. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think the new updates are called? Improvements. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase. If a phone is updated to a new version and it's called the Z1, what is the next phone name? Mm, Z2. That's correct. It's not the new Z1. It's not the Z1 Plus. It's simply the Z2. Now, Sony intends to call it the Z2, but I don't believe that is correct because we call that a Z here. Now, uh, what, what do you think about how it looks? Describe. Well... You had some impressions earlier. Well, my initial impression. So if you don't see the Sony logo and you're just holding it, like let's say you're at a movie theater and you're dark. waiting at the ticket window and stuff, and then you just see somebody with this phone and it's just such a square slash rectangle that you just think it has to be a Windows Nokia phone or something. So it looks like, like a Nokia phone. Exactly. Because it's, of what it's quality? It's not colorful. As, like it doesn't have the same thing. Just the way it's a perfect square and they have the volume rockers and stuff. And the the camera is the only thing that gives you a hint that it's not right. Because it's up in the corner, mm-hmm. not dead not center. center yeah. And 40 billion megapixels. 41 billion. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So uh, the, the, the hardware is what's new. As far as the software goes, it's irrelevant because it still sucks. So let's talk about the, the hardware and what's going on here. So... It's 1080p still. It's still, uh, you know, IPS, but they've moved on to a new technology, which they're calling live color LEDs. Apparently, it's a proprietary Sony technology of some type that gives wider than iPad and iPhone gamut display coloration. No, I have to see it to believe it. I think make believe is Sony's motto, so I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in addition to that, they have increased uh, other things, such as... The size, apparently, uh, I, don't, I don't. It's it's just a tiny bit bigger now, coming in at five point two inches. It has a better battery coming in at thirty two mAh, which is pretty large, you know, all things considered. It doesn't look very thick. It's a very thin phone, uh, width or uh, depth wise. So that's good. The memory is probably the best improvement, and the memory is three gigabytes instead of two now. Nice. Now, can you imagine a day when, like five years ago, when the first or the second iPhone came out? that we needed five gigabytes in the future of memory in a phone. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to imagine. But honestly, every single Chrome tab, you got to have at least 500 megs. I, I don't think that's true. It's not true. In any way, shape, no, or form. No, 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 it's not. I think my iPad has 500 megs. You have an iPad 4, and I feel like... It's not a gig. It's only no, 5. It's, yeah, it is I, only it, 5. I don't know. And it has to handle all my Safari tabs, and it, it's not enough, 512. No, no, it's not. Because... So you know how I have my Penny Arcade, my nuclear power, and... It has one gig of memory. One whole gig. Yeah, but it probably some of that's dedicated to graphics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's probably not that important. But now what is important is our favorite Qualcomm processor has been upgraded in this phone. It is not a Snapdragon 800. I have breaking news. It is a Snapdragon 801. (laughs) The horror. No, that was great. No, 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 no. Now I'd have to get one. Oh, okay, fine. Well... I can I can tell you that it only has 2.3 gigahertz of a quad core Snapdragon 801, which isn't bad. It's great. Now I also wanted to tell you um, that it is waterproof. 
Now, that is an interesting feature. Now, when it says waterproof, I don't know if it really means waterproof. That People use water-resistant and waterproof interchangeably. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. Um, they sound the same, but don't mean the same things. I mean, but when you're talking about water damage, like that's – most of the time it's like it falls and you – like into the sink. You're washing dishes and right. all of a sudden – Or, you know, like you're kinda... in the rain and it gets into the yeah. one speaker port where the red tape is where you can explode. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't really matter. Like, like puncture proof and puncture resistant are that's an important thing to do. But waterproofing is not so. And I think waterproofing is a big deal. I mean, that's really nice. I was using this in the rain the other day, and I was kind of weary of doing so. Yes, yes. Where did this rain come from? You see, I, I just remember that today's high was negative three, and I was out in the cold all day. So where did this rain come from? <laughs> Barcelona, huh? Yes, it was in Barcelona. It was in Barcelona. It was very rainy. <laughs> it was rainy. Okay. I, I get it now. Oh, my gosh. And uh, there's apparently also new speakers of uh, high quality. Uh, in addition to that, there's uh, new um, – the, the new camera optics can record 4K video at uh, a reasonable frame rate. Uh, it, it can shoot 720p video at 120 frames per second and then use slow motion processing to m- mess with it or something. So it's a, it's a really nice phone. I really, really like how it looks. Uh, it, it's great. Bye now. Now, how much does it cost? Do you know? We don't have pricing specifics, but it'll probably be the same launch price as any other flagship phone. So 600, 700? 600, 700, 800, depending on what size stuff you might want. I think there's multiple colors. There's a white one and a black one also. Now, in addition to that, there's also the tablet version. Now, it's funny. So the tablet is actually thinner than the phone itself. So I I don't know what the dimensions of the phone are, but the tablet is maybe three or four millimeters thinner. Which I think is fine because the phone would just be too thin if it was something so small. But when you got a big honking tablet, it it, it can be that thin and still be usable. Now, in addition to that, it has basically all the same specs. It just has a bigger screen, right? Okay. And... The screen's density is probably lower, but there's not much else to say about it because I don't have the specs up. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> so that happens. So it's a tablet. I mean, does anybody care about tablets? Not only that, it's a Sony ruined skinned tablet. It's not stock, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Let's talk about something more interesting, which would be Microsoft's Nokia stuff. Yes. You know, it's funny. So at the conference, at, at, at Mobile World Congress, I, 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 I stayed up that night. It was uh, last Monday morning. Um, I think it was going on at like midnight or 1 a.m. here, and it was like you know, 9 in the morning there, and it was really late at night, and I, I was up for it. I wrote these notes down. So they released three new phones that aren't Windows. They're Android. Wow. Android. That's... So these phones are called Nokia X phones. How original, right? Now, you're saying, well, why did Nokia, who's now owned by Microsoft, release Android phones, right? That's what you're saying. Go ahead and ask. Uh, I'm saying it. What? What'd you say? Uh, Barcelona. What? <laughs> what you said was a good question. And that is because technically, as of right now, Microsoft does not actually own Nokia yet, officially. Yeah. Uh, regulatory approval. It takes time. It does take a lot of time. So let, let's talk about the Nokia X phones. So there's three of them. There's the Nokia X, the Nokia X Plus, and the Nokia XL. And these phones are not meant for the United States edition of the world. It's meant for low-cost entries into the market of phones. Uh, so there's there's three models, as I mentioned. 
they have a Lumia style design, so they they have a very you know as you say square uh, feature set. Yeah, and they run Android apps, but they don't come with the Play Store. Do you know what kind of store they do come with? Euro Store. No. What, what kind of store? I have no idea what store they come with. Nobody actually said what store they come you with. You need a store for the phone to be worthwhile. Exactly. So it comes with Facebook, I guess. It comes with Twitter, I guess. Both are things nobody will use on a day-to-day basis. Not true. Fault. Try again. Um, but what it does come with it is deep integration into Microsoft services. Hmm. Imagine that. You know, company buying like, well, Nokia. Like, you know? can I buy some books with that then? Well, if they're Microsoft stuff, like, can't I, like, read the Kindle things? No, 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 you can't. Oh, not yet? That's next week? No, that's never oh. happening. So the the pricing on these products are really interesting. But before I get to that point, let me just tell you about some of the spec sheet stuff. The first one, the Nokia X, is about 4 inches. Uh, it comes with 512 megs of RAM, which is pathetic. It comes with 4 gigs of onboard storage. It's not a good phone hardware-wise and software-wise during the demos. When he would scroll during the demo, you could see the lag. At one point, he was showing how you could drag an app into a folder. And then while he was doing that, you know, like if you've ever, you know, dragged an app into a folder on your Nexus 4, it's pretty smooth, right? Yeah. You know, you you hold it, it pops up from the surface. Mm -hmm. And then when you drag it over to the next icon, it expands into the bubble. Yeah. Well... There was perceptible, like, 500 millisecond lag between the folder opening and the hover. So it's a really bad processor, whatever's in there. Not a Snapdragon. No. Actually, I think it might be. Oh. So anyway, so the Nokia X is identical in appearance to the regular Nokia X. Or The Nokia X Plus is identical, but it comes with more memory and more storage. So it's not a big, not a big deal. Uh, finally, the Nokia XL takes the contents of the Nokia X, but puts it into a five inch display body instead and adds a five megapixel camera mm. to the back. Now, instead of the three on the others. Now the pricing I think is interesting. Also the biggest model, the Nokia XL costs 109 euros, which is $150 USD. Now these phones are not meant for the U S market. So if they were meant for the U S market, these would be feature phones essentially because they're not running a true, you know, usable OS because there's no app store and their hardware is basically crippled. Mm-hmm. So what would, what do you think a product like this would be priced? Well, you can get a, but these aren't pure feature phones. These are nice feature phones. So our market, so I think it would skip the first year. So I think it would be around a hundred bucks. Yeah, I think, I think so, but I don't think there would be room in our market for three products. So the first one I think is, um, uh, yeah. 79 euros and the second one's 99 euros and the third one's 109 euros so it's, it's pretty close it's a euros. really you know short window of product pricing so i think there would only be room in our market for just one and even then it would be frowned upon significantly mm-hmm. and you can tell it's not made for the u.s because of the dual sim support yeah you know dual sims it's a nice feature now what else happened at the nokia slash microsoft section uh, that was all I heard of. Well, I don't think you heard about the new thing coming to Windows Phone that will save it. No, I did not. BlackBerry Messenger integration. <gasps> coming later this year. I'm so excited. You should be. I mean, it just took so long and so much longer after the initial start date for it to come to Android and iOS. I yeah, just, after those I didn't two think it was going to become. After those two delays. Now, I don't have a good date for you as to when this will be happening. We'll just make one up because, and then we can just make report on it being missed. It would happen. Yeah, it would happen. And actually, I think this might put might put pressure on. I was going to say Nokia, but they have nothing to do with this. BlackBerry. What's what's really the difference between Nokia and BlackBerry at this point? 
one's not rimless. Okay, well, fine. So uh, they did not give a specific launch date, but presumably if they're talking about it at Mobile World Congress, it'll come before the next earnings call. No way that's true, nah. but it sounds really good. Now, finally, we have some more Windows news. And by Windows, I mean Windows Phone news. I don't think we actually had any new hardware for Windows Phone come out here because I'm sure they're saving it for build in April. You know, it's only a month away, right? Mm-hmm. But what we did get is we did get an announcement of new partners for Windows Phone manufacturing. So in addition to HTC, Huawei, Nokia, and Samsung, Microsoft has also added in new manufacturers, which would be Foxconn, Genoe, Lava, Slash Zolo, Lenovo, LG, Long Cheer, JSR, and Carbon. O-N-Z-T-E. How so, many of those have you heard of? Lenovo. I've heard of Lenovo. I've heard of LG. Fine. Okay. I've heard of Foxconn, and I've heard of ZTE. So I've heard of four of those nine. Lava so, sounds real. Never heard of it. Me neither. Okay, so that that's cool, right? So more manufacturers for Windows Phone mean that there will be more options. But if they all look like Nokia devices, does it really matter? I don't think so. Well, I agree. Do you, do you think those manufacturers will copy the Nokia design pattern? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of tend to agree. Now, Microsoft was also giving... Um, some notice that there will be more phone changes coming, not only in the hardware lineups. So like they've relaxed some guidelines. Like you can have lower memory. Now you can have, you can choose if you want physical buttons or, you know, on-screen buttons. I'm a fan of physical buttons. You are? I am. I, I've always thought that one physical button would be so nice. One. But you don't have that one. No, I don't. I love with it. and I'm okay with it. But what I would like is if, if there's no physical button here, if I just touch it, it should just be able to figure it out. Yeah. So one feature I love. So I've been wearing gloves like crazy this mm-hmm. week. And so I have thin gloves because I have to be able to finger the mail and yeah, stuff while I'm sense. going. And so when I'm talking on the phone and when I tilt the phone down, mm-hmm. the screen comes lit up again. Yeah. Like proximity sensor thing. That is the most important feature. Definitely. Like, I don't know, like that you don't need physical buttons when you can just do that bang on the screen to make it shut off. Don't think that's how it works. Uh, I'll talk about this other thing later. But so Microsoft announced new things. Uh, one of those things is the Windows Phone Enterprise Pack. It will be um, gearing towards putting Windows Phone 8.1 into the enterprise. Um, there will be new hardware support for Snapdragon 200 and 400 chipsets, which means there can be more lower-end hardware for Windows Phone, which means more people will hate what they buy when they buy it. There will be new support for major technologies, including LTE, HPSA+, EvoDoo, and SCMA, which I've never heard of. Now, I, what I think about is kind of interesting is how did Windows get away for so long, or Windows Phone, that is, get away with not having LTE and HSPA+. Like, do you think that's true? Like, are they just adding support to enhance it, or do you think never had this before? Just to enhance it, I think. I think so. I hope so. So, um, as I mentioned, software buttons are now an optional thing. You can also put in hardware buttons. So, you can have one or both, or neither. No, you have to have one. Um, you will also be able to ship handsets with dual SIMs, which mimics what they're doing with the Nokia X-Line very well. Uh, the Facebook Messenger app will be included by default, I guess. Or, you know, it'll have a system API for it. Uh, there will be even more apps in the Windows Phone Store upon the Windows 8.1 launch for phone. And finally, there will be a new portal dedicated to hardware partners so they can make their phones better. Nice. Sounds good. You will have more news just like that at Build, says Microsoft. So you hope. That's what Microsoft says. I have no reason not to believe them. 
Really? Well, you know why? Because there is no better lie than the promise of the S5 from Samsung. Did it come out? It did come out. Well, let me rephrase. It was shown, and it will come out in April. How about that? Is that okay? That's good enough for me. Okay, good. Well, now, do you, do you, do you, do you remember when we saw the Galaxy S2 somewhere? A person had it, I think. S2. No, I probably would have ignored that up and down. Yeah, okay. That That's what I was thinking. You remember the person who had the Galaxy S3 that we knew? Olsen? Yeah. 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 So, do you know how I thought it was kind of lame and you didn't really care and pretty much nobody really knows anything about it? Well, she got like, like 10, which was... Three, nice. but I, I understand how you might have con- con- conflated that with 10. It seems to be that... As time goes along, the Galaxy lineup stops moving forward, and it just keeps being more of the same. And to a certain extent, you know, hasn't everyone been doing that? You know, the iPhone, it gets bigger over time, but it doesn't get more revolutionary. So that's fine. So here's what the Galaxy S5 is all about. It's basically the same as the Galaxy S4, but it has a Snapdragon 801. That's good, right? Eight hundred ones are the the next new thing. It has a sixteen megapixel camera with some fancy pants uh, lens and shutter work, so that's great. It's slightly bigger at five point one inches. It comes with a fingerprint reader, so uh, that surprises me. I thought that was just going to be an Apple only suck fest. Yeah, you, so a lot of people don't like the Apple fingerprint scanner because apparently there's been a lot of bugs with it over time. Like it works fine when you set it up, and then a few weeks after, but then over months of time apparently fingers change or something and you turn into a rooster <laughs> i question that like so there, there's something weird going on so samsung's solution to this is to do two things open up an api for the fingerprint scanner to allow other apps to use it as a verification method which is great because apple doesn't the only thing you can do with the fingerprint scanner in apple's iphone doesn't even exist in an ipad yet the only thing you do with it is log in. That's it. I thought there was uh, app store purchases. Like no, you can nothing. Confirm nothing. your purchase. Nothing. You can only log in. And by log in, I mean unlock the phone. That's it. You can't buy stuff with it? I don't think so. I thought you could. I could be totally wrong. I could, I, I'm not an Apple I guy. could also. I hate it. If, if you have feedback on this, let me know. I, I would be very curious yeah, to know, there's, actually. There's a contact button right at the top of the screen um, here. Not even on the top. There's, if, if you look to the immediate left, that's my right hand. <laughs> I was going to question. I was going to question it. If you look to your immediate left, because when you're looking at the screen, that will be on your right. Trap. What? So I went to the website trying to, to find one one sixteen. No, we're, we're we're doing sixteen. We can't. We, you so, need to have the, the site created as so, we're doing. So so it's funny you mentioned that because on five by five, this is what they used to do, and it's like no, don't do that. Stop doing that. Yeah. And anyway, so what were we talking about? I forgot. Oh, I guess yes, uh, five. Uh, so the fingerprint scanner it, it works in an interesting way. So the, uh, the 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 UI style they've chosen to do is instead of having the traditional circular iPhone button as the iPhone has the home button, mm-hmm. they have the rectangle, the rounded rectangle. You know, and it's mm-hmm. a button you can press physically, but there's not enough surface area there to scan the whole finger at the same time. Mm. So you have to slide, like you know those laptop scanners. I heard, those have worked for people. So they do work for people, but there's also a lot of people that doesn't work for. So one of the things that Samsung has done is make you do this. And uh, so there's that. And there's also this nice API that they are providing somehow in Android to allow apps to integrate this functionality into their own purposes. Now, we have no idea if any of this is secure. So in other words, will the NSA get an instant copy of your fingers every time you use it? Which might be nice. 
Because we know with the Apple one, the scanner is not hooked up in any way to the processor. The only thing that is hooked up is a true-false bit. Yeah. And it's stored, and I don't know how this works in, in, in a theory, but it's a separate section of memory that stores the fingerprint data. So that's great. You know, it's physically secure. Uh, this isn't, as far as we know yet. When we get it, when we get one to take apart, maybe we can find out. But right now, we don't know. But... So they don't have your fingerprint. They have everything else. Does it honestly matter? No, but they can frame you better this way. Wait a second. You're right. So in addition to that, it is also dust and water resistant. No, that, that dust thing is not trivial. Like I have had problems with dust before. Not only have I, but Brian Mitchell, one of our favorites on the network here, has also had problems with dust. He's returned, I think, at least two iPhone 5s for dust problems in the camera assembly. It's kind of bad. I don't know. I've never heard of people actually going back to things. I know Neil did it a few times, but uh, he did not go back to the Apple Store because he was in Morris. He just sent it back. Yeah, in. But that is he has Apple Care. So you know he's rich. Like I got these chips and stuff from the box on my iPad Four. Like remember? Oh, when... I would have returned that in <sighs> milliseconds. I would have been so angry and such a belligerent customer. I would have gotten two iPads walking out of that store. See, no, that just sounds so weird. I mean, dust doesn't get noticed in the camera. No, actually, I took I saw pictures from him, and you could see large uh, portions of the picture blurred because of the dust. Because it was in the lens, you know, between the multi-piece lenses. That is pretty bad. Then. So you couldn't take reasonable pictures in most circumstances. Now, so um, we know it's going to be coming to carriers. We know it's coming to Sprint and Verizon and T-Mobile and AT&T. So all of them. But not, not the ones you haven't thought of yet. Virgin Mobile and Boost. It will be coming there a little bit later after the April launch, but it will be coming to Virgin Mobile and Boost. Officially. Everyone on Boost needs it. Now, downloadable switchblade knives. I have a question for you. Do you think there will be an S4 that you could buy on Virgin Mobile or Boost? If an S5 is coming, why not the S4? That's a good question. So you know what Apple does, right? So Apple staggers the release on MVNOs so that if an iPhone 5S is released this year, the MVNOs get iPhone 5. And then yeah. iPhone 6 next year, they get the 5S this year, right? So Samsung skipped Virgin Mobile and Boost for the S4, apparently, because they still sell the S3, and then they're suddenly going to sell the S5, but no S4s. That's okay. No, I want my mom to get a new phone. And if she were to buy a new phone, it would either be an Nexus 5, a Moto G, or, if optionally possible, I would have her just stay on Virgin Mobile, have decent coverage nearby, and then have her have an S4. Because I know it's a good product. It processor is completely capable. It's a Snapdragon 800, probably. Yeah. Um, it can't be that bad, right? You can play in Grosson. Right. Now, finally, there's going to be two variants, not just color variants. There's a lot of colors on the Galaxy S5. Um, but there's going to be two physical variants, just like last year. There will be a Snapdragon 801 model. 801? I don't know how to say that. But there will also be the Exynos Octo-Core model. Which is made by Samsung. Now, guess which model will be sold here in the United States? Neither. Yes, that is false. The Snapdragon 800 model will be sold here in the United States, while the Fancy Pants 8-core one will be sold elsewhere in the world. I'm glad elsewhere in the world is happy. I don't really understand why they do this. Uh, it might have something to do with our bands here, so like Samsung can do American bands poorly or something, and so they get Qualcomm to do it. It's weird that Qualcomm is okay. Well, I'm sure they're happy. It's weird that Samsung's okay with Qualcomm getting into their turf. 
chip-wise. It's probably fine for them. It is probably. Now, Galaxy phones weren't only the thing that was announced. There was also the Galaxy Gear. You remember that? The All watch. the things that were returned, like only one in three were kept. Yeah. So the first thing that changed is now they no longer run Android. They run Tizen. Now, what is Tizen? Tizen is the Android fork by Samsung and a bunch of other vendors. Hmm. Now, so you say that, not a big deal. And I agree, probably not a big deal. For a watch, yeah. Right, exactly. And so what what really can the watch do? It can show you notifications. It can show you the time. It has a calculator of worthless value. It has like a step counter. You know, it has some cheap stuff in it. Nothing that takes a lot of programming power, not a lot of APIs, not a lot of connectivity to servers and services. So it's not a big loss that Android is not there. Yeah. And it's still Android technically because... It's kind of a fork. Yeah. It's not really a fork. It's I mean, it's no, close enough. You can't install anything from the Play Store on it anyways. No, and you can't install Android apps on it either, but it's still mostly Android. Okay, so there's that. Now, do you remember the pimple-like looking camera on the original Galaxy Gear? So, like, it was a, it was a watch. The screen was here, but then there was a pimple-shaped camera here. Do you remember the Santa Claus commercials? Vaguely not at all. Ah, the... Santa Claus would come out and take a picture of the audience. That's with so the weird. Galaxy Gear. That's unacceptable. He doesn't because need to take. Because it's not a smartphone. It's a smart watch. Bye now, elves. Uh, That's how it went. Did it? Did it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very popular commercial. You could probably find it. I don't think so, but maybe we'll watch later. No, we won't. Okay. So, so there's there there's this new one, and then instead of having the pimple camera, it now just has the camera built into the watch itself. So it's a little pinhole that is on the watch. It's much better. I can imagine. Now, there's two variants. There's the Galaxy Gear V2 and the Galaxy Gear V2 Neo. I'm not sure what the Neo one is indifferent about. One has interchangeable bands, and the other one just looks fancier because it's in metal, I guess. Nice. But there's a third new one, which is called the Gear Fit. And this is what Samsung is really pushing. It looks really nice. So instead of being a square, it's actually an elongated rectangle with curvature. Curvature. I thought you were going to say elongated rectangle. I thought that's what you were no, going to pick up on. No, no, no. No, so it actually looks really nice. It tells you the temperature and other nice features. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, in order to use any of these devices, you have to have a Galaxy phone or a Note phone. So, you know, Note 2, Note 3, Galaxy S3, S4, S5. And and the, the gear here in particular for the Fit model... It comes with the Super AMOLED display. It comes with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, so it can do stuff. But it does need the phone to send data to. The data is not processed on the phone. So, like, you know, when you do your workout and stuff, it's not processed locally. It's processed on the phone. That's probably saving battery life. It Definitely. Now, I think they said four days for battery life. That's a lot more than I expected. It's still not great, and that assumes the screen isn't on permanently, I guess. I don't know how you wake up the screen. Well, so. you need a nightlight. Yeah, I don't know. That's what you have the Nest smoke detector for. <laughs> yes, that is why you have that. Isn't it? Like, isn't that what it is for? $250 smoke? Wait, no, uh, Nightlight. Anyway, so that's that's about it from Samsung. I'm sure they did other things, but I don't know what it is. Let's talk about Mozilla now. Uh, quick question about that. Um, yes. On the Gear Fit, did mm-hmm. anyone know a price yet? I don't think we know what a price is like yet for the Gear Fit, but I'm thinking it's the same as the original price for the regular Galaxy Gear. So what was the regular price? I think it was two ninety nine. So more than a Nexus Seven tablet. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Yes. Uh, so there's been um oh so you could buy it from AT and T on contract for one ninety nine, but yes, it was two ninety nine originally. Yeah, that's just, that's just too much. I mean, let me uh, um verify I, I pricing. Keep going. 
that's a, that's a lot to pay for a smartwatch. Yeah. So how much would you pay for a smartwatch? Let's say it was all uh, those same features. How much would you be willing to part? How much would you pay for an iPod Nano? A hundred bucks. I wouldn't even pay that much, honestly, for a Nano. But I would pay a hundred bucks for the smartwatch. Yeah. Um, like the iPod Nano is basically useless. One, no Wi-Fi, no connectivity, no processing. Yeah. 120 is the highest it could ever go for. I could go with 150 if it did something really cool. <laughs> it, 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 yes, I'm listening. Go ahead. Tells you the time. Okay, so one of the things I would love for my smartwatch to be able to do, so you know I listen to the audiobooks, right? Yeah. So I have my phone in the pocket, and it's just sitting there, and I Bluetooth it to my speak, my headphones. Mm-hmm. But Bluetooth takes a toll on the battery life of the phone because it has to do all this stuff. So I would love if I could port my audiobooks to my smartwatch and then just Bluetooth that to my headphones instead. Because as the Bluetooth... So you use the smaller battery. Yes, I use the smaller battery. Absolutely. But I'm okay with it because it's useless anyway. Like, it needs to serve a function. It needs to serve a role. Yeah, you know. Yeah, fine. I, I think I, I think I think that's okay. So do you want to talk about Mozilla now? Yes, and um, they are the favorites in this whole... Really? You think they're Barcelona. the favorites? Why Why do you think they're the favorites? Because they're the underdog that everyone's going to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so what, what, what starts that? Do you know what it is? No. It is the $25 Firefox prototype. That is great. So can you imagine building a phone with product, like components just out on the market, for just $25? I don't even think I could pay the licensing fee to use Android. I think and you Microsoft could. needs $15. That's only if you manufacture the phone. Oh. If you don't make it, it's okay. You don't have to pay. I I don't see how that quite works, but that's cool. So I have a question for you. Do you think Amazon pays Microsoft for Uh, the Android devices they make? I'm sure. Do you think so? Yeah. I was under the impression that that thing only applied to the phones that were certified by Google. I don't know, but I'm I'm under the impression that's how it works. Anyway, so let's talk about the new Chinese low-cost chip maker, Speed Spread Trump. Uh, Apparently, they will be making a very cheap phone. Mozilla has worked with this uh, Speed or Spread Trump to make a really cheap prototype that could run Firefox OS. Did I mention it was really cheap? Uh, That's that's an important feature. No, so it's... $25 $25 and it comes with really terrible looking hardware. And so you're probably expecting me to tell you what hardware it comes with. What hardware does it come with? Nobody knows. I have read eight different sites and everybody has told me different things. Apparently, there were three or four different Firefox phones announced at MWC this year. And the $25 phone spec prototype probably exists somewhere with specs, but I have no idea where they are or where to f- call them or what to find them. Uh, people say Huawei made it. People say Spreadtrum made it. People say ZTA made it. I have no idea who did it. Wow. Yeah, bad coverage. But it's okay. Work in progress. So, uh, let's talk about the Firefox UI overhaul that's going to be coming. I've, I've been hearing about this in the small chat rooms across the world. So, the biggest feature will be the new emphasis on gesture-based navigation. I don't have a, a good understanding of how it works. But there's a lot of ways to switch between applications, between gestures and, you know, notification trays and, you know, app switching. You know, you can look at these pictures here and you can get a good sense of how it might work. It looks kind of a mix between iOS and Android in in some ways. Now, I think the more important thing is that they're going to focus on the next big branch of code on making it very responsive. Hmm. Because what's worse uh, for a phone? being slow overall or doing things on it 
and not responding at all. Well, when something's not responding at all, then I immediately spam inputs. Exactly. I, mean, I think it's worse to not be responsive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So you know what else makes perfect sense? What? New Qualcomm chips. That's a must. So the new 600 series is the same old 600 series, but there's new entries. Uh, so the two new entries that we have here for you today are just like the 410 that was announced, I think, at November last year. I'm not sure when that was. It was a while ago. It was a while ago, but not so long ago that I remember. I see. Yes. So the first entry is a 610, Snapdragon 610. It is a four-core processor, but it's not the usual custom-based chip that Qualcomm makes. It's just the off-the-shelf ARM A53. That means it's using um, the ARM V8 instruction set, but it's also in 64-bit mode, so it's I guess that's more efficient somehow. Uh, the other one is the 615, featuring two sets of four cores. So a total of how many cores? Eight That's right. Cores. But each set will be geared for different clock speeds, presumably so that Fancy Pants 1 at 2.3 gigahertz or something can run fast, do a lot of work when the screen's on and you're doing stuff, and the other one can just check email for you or get Twitter updates later when yeah. the screen is off. Makes great sense. Now, in both of those, they will be getting uh, Adreno 405 graphics, uh, which will be able to support uh, H.265 encoding and decoding. And then I guess, and it seems odd to me that you would have a Snapdragon 600 do this, but you will be able to display up to 2560 by 1600 in resolution. That's that's really good. Oh, and Wi-Fi AC will be built in now. Now, so the chip itself has that built in then? Well, like, I that, guess the that chip surprises will, me. Well, but the chip also supports the radios too. So, like for LTE and HSPA plus in most Snapdragon scenarios. So, I guess that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has enough cores. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, but here's the sad news. Don't expect these until Q4. They're announcing now. We're in Q1. We're in Q1, and they'll come out sometime in Q4, which is a three month span between October. And then and December. Let's see. And then I, I, can, it, I can't just buy one and put it on my phone. I have to wait a year for manufacturers to put these in something. No, no, no. The, the manufacturers will get them before Q4, but they'll be sold in Q4. Okay. Uh, so that's fine. But then guess what happens in January in Q1? New ones. New Snapdragons. And then guess what happens in February? New. At yeah. MWC next year. So it's so far ahead that it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's what I think. Now, there is, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the new Snapdragon 801 chip, basically the same as the 800, but with a clock speed that's bumped up. Yeah. But, you know how we were talking about the 805 that was announced at CES? Mm -hmm. It's the next generation chip. I heard. Well, it's also not expected until P4. Really? Yeah. That's a long time away. So, again, that means the uh, Nexus 6 slash 5 plus 1 will be... uh, not using the 805, probably. Hmm. Kind of sad. Nah, do you remember bad. the Yodafone? I do. And that, that made me want to go describe, Russia. Describe to me what the Yodafone is. So imagine holding a regular phone. And then just looking at it and your eyes are just bleeding because it has a screen with a flashlight in your eyes. But you could flip the phone over and not see a glass back. But a new e-ink display. Both sides of the phone are screens. That's so great. I mean, I, I think so. I, I agree with you. I think it's a fantastic idea. But my only condition for it being true is that the screen on the back could be flush with the bezel. And it is. Is it? Not. 
Oh, we'll see. I don't know if it's that great then. So it is, it is a, the new model. The Yada phone is out. It will be featuring 50 hours of ink display in 960 by 540. I don't know what the refresh rate is, if they've made any improvements on that, but if they haven't, that's kind of sad, but it's kind of cool too. So imagine you're sitting and you get an email and it wants to pop up a notification. Well, you set your phone face down, so by face, I mean glass side down, and then you can just see the ink display, and the notification will pop up. And who cares if the notification is slow and it takes one second for it to ink up? That's fine. It's fine, because it's a notification. And then you flip the phone over, the display comes on, and you read the news or your email or your tweet. It's a nice idea. The uh, front-facing display has been upgraded to 1080p at a 4.7-inch screen size, which is good. High density. Very and it will be featuring KitKat, Android 4.4. Just cool. Now, it still costs a lot, and it's still not sold anywhere but Russia. Yeah. Kind of sad. No. Like, it is a cool idea. I would do design differently on it, but I like the idea a lot. Yeah. They just got to get that display absolutely flush. But have you ever seen an e-ink that was? No, but I don't care. Like, what if they put a screen on it and so it became flush? Like this layered okay. glass okay. on top of it. Okay, that would be okay, too. too. But then the phone would be double-sided toast Just, again. That's fine, though. Now, you know what is funny, though? The phone has the camera, the rear-facing camera. Facing on the, the e-ink display? On the e-ink side. So, in a, in theory, you could take a pretty terrible screenshot of yourself. Well, yeah, don't, okay. you, don't you see the picture on the... It's not what the person holding the phone looks no, like. No, no, no. It's the e-ink rendering of what the person looks like. <laughs> I could hold a phone and look like that. No. Anyway, so let's 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 finish up um, Mobile World Congress with some BlackBerry news. Yes, we can. Um, first, that is the new Z3. I like Z3s. Uh, it is a 5-inch QHD. Do you know what QHD is? No. I don't either. I think it's 960 by something. So new uh, new new 5-inch display, 1.2 gigahertz Snapdragon 400. So it's not that great. We don't know if it's the new dual core or the new quad core snapdragon 400 or if it's the old 400 dual core if it's the quad core it would be just like a moto g or just like uh nexus 4 so it could be good but we don't know it'll be coming with 1.5 gigabytes of memory so that's good only eight gigs of onboard storage unless there's another option for an upgraded storage that's not Uh, too bad though. it's not but it's also not that great for blackberry it's that's decent. Okay, so fine, maybe it will be coming with a 5.5 megapixel camera and an internal FM radio. That's kind of cool. I love FM. I'm okay with it too. Uh, if you buy a Moto G, you also get FM radio, which my dad loves. Really? Yep. Wow. You get FM radio, no AM, but FM. My dad loves it. He listens to radio all night long now. Yeah, I mean, and the battery life impact is non-existent. Like you can go eight hours with 10% drain on it. Wow. I know it's just incredible. Well, I wonder if it's going to be like. 20% drain in a month. Like, how is the battery on those cheap devices? He says it's held up really well. Uh, he says that he can get 16 hours. Still? Yeah. That, and he's had it good. since December middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other new device from BlackBerry is the Q20. It is the query or query-based device. It has a keyboard. It does feature uh, a touchscreen, actually. It is a 3.5-inch touchscreen, though, so it's only the top half of the phone. It has hardware buttons, camera button, you know, like a trackpad, mini trackpad, a yes button, a send button, an okay button, and a BlackBerry button. Hmm. Now, we also have some news from John Chen, or otherwise... Johnny Chenny! Johnny Chenny, who is coined... The main man. uh, The main man. Uh, And he says, John John Chen, that is. E. 
Yeah. He says that he is committed to turning BlackBerry around. He believes deeply in the QWERTY-based loyalists. But he also says that if somebody were to offer him a large sum of money, around $19 billion, like a certain app was just offered, he would urge the board to accept the buyout. Now, that's... Is it, is it though? Is it a bad sign? Like, if somebody wanted to tell you, like, sell your soul to us for $19 billion, just do it right now. Somebody told you that. Take you away from the post office, send you to the North Pole for the next 80 years. Would you do it for $19 billion? You could get whatever Amazon Prime they have for $19 billion up to the North Pole. You could do whatever you wanted. That's it. Amazon should buy them. I think they should just get purchased by Microsoft. We'll just call it a day. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for Mobile World Congress. Pretty big week. So, uh, time for the regular weekly news? Yes, and hopefully we can get... Let's begin with Facebook. I hear some people actually use it these days. Well, there will not be any more email from Facebook. Oh, let me rephrase. There won't be any more email on Facebook. Did you know that Facebook offered an email service? I had never heard of that. I I had heard about it. There was a big uh, kerfuffle, as one might say, uh, a couple years ago. That uh, instead of displaying your email, like, you know, ryan.rampersat at gmail.com, it would display your Facebook email. So your username at facebook.com. And that was um, being construed as favoriting one's own service on one's own social network, which is funny, but apparently nobody liked it. And so Facebook had to do some things and change it. But this week, in, in, uh, in light of no one using the service, Facebook email is going away. Nobody will notice at all. It's good. Well, then, then that is okay. Yeah. Hey, do you remember Sanofsky and how he just uh, Up and left, left and stuff? Well, he's back. No, he's not. No, he's really not. Yeah. Okay. Um, but his replacement is uh, getting some little shifted aroundy inside of the company company. Okay. Um, so she was in charge of uh, the entire... Who is she? Larson. Julie. You didn't say her name. Julie Larson Green. Okay, good. Larson Green is uh, one name. Yeah, it is. For those of you who would think that is absurd, I would agree with you. Um, a lot of time when people get married, they don't change their name. They just add the um, other person's name on. See, you wouldn't be... Do you know how many people have four names? Yeah, a lot of people. Do you know how absurd that is? Because in the post office, half the things are last name, first name, and then sometimes they're first name, last name. Okay. Now, that's fine. But when you have four names, you're trying to... So I'm in an apartment building with 18 apartments, and I got a stack of mail. And I'm like, the who? who why would you... Oh, the middle name and just rage. I'm beating on the postal boxes and stuff, shoving the flats in there, bending the mail, and I just don't care. I see that. It, it's it's it, When you have four names, it's... Well, you don't so, get your so mail. So tell me about the lady who has three names, Julie Larson Green. Larson Green... Um, well, she used to uh, do, be in charge of the whole device groups and other things. Mm-hmm. So, like, Surface? Yes. Yeah, okay. But now she's been, in my opinion, demoted to Applications and Services Group. Mm, that's, so, like, what would that be? Like, Bing? Hopefully not Bing. I think it's probably Bing. Well, Sounds like can, Bing. You can't turn that around. No, but it, that's why she's there now. So, which means she's been demoted. Well, so she was originally promoted from just Windows to the entire Windows group. Yes. Which would be devices that umbrella Windows. So Windows Phone, Xbox-ish, sort of. But now Elop claims that he's going to personally micromanage that. Yes. Apparently Elop will now be the device group leader. And, yeah. That's That's it. That's... Which makes sense in a way because he was previously running a devices company called Nokia. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fine. I think it is okay, too. Now, do you remember Sony's big excitement 
and propaganda from last week. You know how it was going to be the first weekend selling Sony PS4s in Japan? Mm-hmm. You know how excited they were? Really excited. They believed there was going to be a sellout. And was it? I have no idea if it was. I don't think so. But <laughs> they broke some records. What kind of records? Well, they did a great job at selling units. They sold 322,000 units in the first weekend. That's a lot. That is a ton of units. Like, Japan's not that big. I know. So that's insane. I don't even know how that's possible. Now, in retrospect, when the PS3 came out in its launch weekend in Japan, the host country of Sony, it was four times fewer units sold than the PS4. So they sold about 80,000 units in the first weekend with the PS3. And now the Whoa. PS4 is 300 units. In my opinion, the PlayStation 3 is still playable. Yes. It's still... But there will not be new gen games on it, so it's not. But the PlayStation Two was like uh, like two D graphics, like mm-hmm. it was just like wireframes almost. Incidentally, like, the PS Two was the best selling console until like the Xbox Three Sixty. Yeah. I mean Wii U. I mean Wii GameCube. Wii actually, Wii? yeah, Wii, yeah. Wii sold more than PS Twos. I have no idea. if no. this is true. Ask Eight Bit. Maybe they know. Eight Bit can find the ninth bit then. Like he made the joke on our show one time. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Nintendo. Nintendo. Well, Nintendo is ending Nintendo-based multiplayer online services on May twentieth through uh, non-Nintendo services such as Function just in time. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know if that made sense again. Because it didn't say through, and it didn't say just in time, and I don't even know why you read that that way. So Nintendo services will be ending if you want to play multiplayer. You probably don't, but if you did, they'll be gone on May twentieth. Though non-Nintendo services will be functioning just fine, so if you're mul- it is different. Yeah, it is different. <laughs> now, if your multiplayer goes through some third-party server, non-Nintendo, you'll be fine, which is great. But isn't it funny that Nintendo has no faith in the Wii, you know, previous-gen console as opposed to Wii U, whereas you just said that the PS3 is still a perfectly playable console and that Sony will be supporting it for years to come. Everyone who has a Wii's, their Wii's already shot. Yeah, I know. Because even mine is. dust gets in the lens, and you can't... The disk drive is... Poorly well, made. Mine is super loud now. Yeah. And we barely use it. Mm-hmm. I know our house is absurdly dusty. It's but, a little bit different. Now, um, of course, I have a PS3, and it was right next to the Wii at some point in its life, and PS3 works fine. Yeah. I just haven't and plugged it in. My Xbox 360 still works, even though I've only played, like, Twice. 20 hours. Yeah. I, I beat Fallout New Vegas. And by the way, I do... That is the only game I... I bought like three games and I've only played X, Fallout New Vegas on the Xbox because it is the greatest game ever. And I totally agree with Andrew Bailey did that that is the greatest game. And I do play it and everyone I know plays it. So Who it is not know? an obscure you don't, game. I don't play it. I'd rather play it. Ian Buck doesn't play it. And Ian Decker doesn't play it. And we Andrew, also... We know the Ians don't play games. I know. They really don't. Like... We don't say them playing Guild Wars. No, I, I don't. So anyway, let's talk about Nintendo again. It's not all bad that they're n- ending uh, their their uh, you know multiplayer because the Wii U is their next best hope, and that's because for the first time ever, the Wii U has surpassed Xbox 360 sales in Japan. It is a big victory that Nintendo has magnificently triumphed over a previous gen console with its current gen console. But it was a very popular previous gen console. I don't care. Nintendo does. Now, apparently, the margin is really small. It's only about 10,000 units different right now. But it could grow if the momentum is maintained. But of course it will, because people will buy current-gen Wii U's, and people are going to stop buying previous-gen 360s when for $100 more they could get a Xbox People are still One. buying iPad 2s. 
Hopefully Q1 rumors aren't false. So, um, actual news. Um, Google has launched the Google Now launcher for compatible devices. Um, so, like uh, Nexus devices and other things. And also Google Play Edition devices. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... So, it's kind of funny that you, you can't put it on a stock Moto G, but no. you can put it on a Google Play Moto G. Exactly. Which is weird. No. However, I say that, however, you can sideload it, so it'll work fine. Well, you, you can do anything. Yeah, right. You know, Android. But isn't it nice that you know what the Google Now launcher is, right? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's the Fancy Pants Ultra Fast Super Side Working Launcher. Yeah, so it's when you scroll from the side, you can get to Google Now. But you can also just say, okay, Google Now, and it'll pop up on any home screen. Yep. That thing. Now, we mentioned that Google last week had put in an offer to outbid Facebook in, in that WhatsApp acquisition. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Sundar Pichai denies that Google ever made that claim of making an offer to outbid Facebook and saying that Google never offered anything at all to WhatsApp, at all, forever, anytime. No, Pikachu never lies, so, I mean... Probably not, I agree, especially when he has ketchup. So, I I, 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 I probably would agree. But why would WhatsApp say that, then? We don't know if WhatsApp said that, we just know that somebody reported that WhatsApp said that. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yes. Now, we do know that WhatsApp had discussed going between Facebook and Google and that their their favor was towards Facebook at most points. So there's that, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about our latest uh, dying company that we like uh, to talk about? Motorola? Nah, Barnes & Noble. Well, I don't know if they're the latest. Well, do you remember the uh, all the bloodshed from weeks before? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago they laid off like every, mm-hmm. every engineer they had. Well... <sighs> Barnes & Noble ha- uh, announced widespread layoffs recently, but they're still cooking up some nooks. And the CEO says, We'll remain committed to delivering world-class reading uh, experiences to our customers, though our reading-centric uh, yeah, e-ink and color reading devices from their CEO. Michael Mike, P. Michael P. I don't know what his last name is. Pikachu. No. Pichai. Yeah, no. Well, so that's interesting, right? So... They've, they've, they said that the first round, and then when they said that their sales Layoffs. were the worst, they keep on saying that they're going to they're going to open a new research department, and then and, they're going to do it yeah. again. So they say they're going to be releasing a new device later this year. Do you really believe them? No, I believe them, but I I feel like it's going to fail again. Well, they can't win. They've tried so many times, and they're they can't make a new system. No, they can't win. I mean, the only cool thing they had where you could you could read any book you wanted while you're in their Wi-Fi. That is a great feature, but I don't think it's valuable enough. Because when you're in there, you can just read whatever you want. To some degree, yeah, right. Now, I I think we should end the show with a recent Pew survey. You know Pew, the survey group. Yeah. So this was a survey uh, through the American public about the Internet. Oh. I think this is really relevant considering all of the net neutrality things and the general understanding of the internet. Did you hear that Comcast deal? I did hear that Comcast deal. I specifically did not talk about it this week because suspicious things are about. Yeah. Yeah, it is quite sad, I agree. It's very... We'll, we'll be addressing that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. What? That that happened this week. This know, week's been very long. It, it's been very and I'm long. going back to bed as soon as this is over. I understand. Like... So, the internet. Here's a question for you. Has the internet been a good thing or a bad thing? In two regards, for you and for society. Answer now. For me, good. For society, good. Okay, that's it. Good. So 76% of people said that it was great for society. 90% of people said it was great for me. I'd believe those numbers. Like the the 90% for me 
group, I believe, has Amazon Prime. <laughs> anyway, moving along. Uh, here's the next question. The impact of online communication on relationships with family and friends. So there was strengthens, weekends, both, or neither. What do you say? Neither. Okay, so there's neither. I would say it strengthens by having online communication. We can do hangouts much more frequently. It strengthens relationships with friends and family. See, I just... All the people I try to communicate, um, they don't seem to respond to me. I can't even send a text message or write a letter, and they still won't respond. What are you talking about? When I try to talk to Sam, he I don't get a response. humans. Wait, let me rephrase. He doesn't know they exist because he doesn't leave his den. Oh, is that where my crackers are? Oh, found them. Yeah, I pushed them off my keyboard. Anyway, next. Uh, what do you think the current computer usage is? In other words, the percentage of American adults who use computers over time. Uh, what do you mean by over time? That's what it says. I don't know. Like, have they ever used it? I'd, I'd say all have probably used it at least once. I would say consistent user, like uh, regular. 50%? Currently, it's at 81%. Really? It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Now, cell phone ownership. U.S. adults. 200%. Each person has two. Yes. No, false. 90% though. Really? Not smartphones, just cell phones. So I think that's a very fair question. A lot of people I know have two, two or three phones. Who? Again, you just... The one person you said who plays... Everybody who you know plays Fallout New Vegas was just one person, your brother. Okay, so you, you don't count in surveys because you can't just... You know, I have my own demographic. You do. And the people and, I know and will do pure hearsay to represent also are there. Oh. I know a guy who knows a guy. I mean, it's fine. Yes, well, so then how about... Internet use. U.S. adults. Now, so, you know that YouTube ban thing that happened? Yeah. The, that, um, Mahjong thing? Mm -hmm. So the guy went to prison for that for, like, 30 days because he wasn't allowed to use the internet on his own without permission. Mm. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing, but some people aren't allowed to use yeah, the internet. Yeah, it is a thing, yeah. Especially oh. hackers, you know, who are convicted and then, you know, yeah. demoralized or something. So what do you think the internet use is of uh, uh, American adults? 80%. 87 right now. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Now, from 2010 to right now, that's up 6%. That's really good. And did that wrong? 8%. That's even better. Yes. So, in, in 2010 to 2014, in four years, we grew 8%. Isn't that weird? No, I think it's I, I, I think it's weird that in 2010, nobody was using the internet. Where was everyone? 8% of the people. 8 more percent. It was at 79 yeah. to 87. So where were those? that at? big of a growth. Where was... It's a lot of people if there's 325 million people in the United States. I feel like in five years from now, I won't have an internet connection. Like, why bother? Because the mail will be just so good? The mail's yeah. getting better every day. Yeah, that's what you tell yourself. Anyway, okay, so now let's, let's go next. Uh, now, here's an interesting one. Um, they had a, six different groups... And they did very hard, somewhat hard, not too hard, not at all hard. And the questions question was, how hard would it be give up to give up the following technologies? Internet. How hard would it to be giving up internet completely? Uh, very easy. All internet. No hangouts, no email, nothing. I could do it. Really? You could unplug me today, and I would stay off the wire. Okay. Next, your cell phone. That would be hard. Okay. Email. Uh, That's part of the internet. Uh-huh. And your phone. Okay, so next, your TV. Oh, man. I need that thing. Okay. How else am I going to watch Bonanza? No, I just thought this said your Indian phone, but it says landline phone. Uh, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that either. Now, finally, social media. Mm, I don't use it. 
I agree. So I think that would be pretty easy. But what about you? For those? so so I said for internet, I would say very hard because that's kind of tied to my network life. Uh, my cell phone, it's also tied to my life. My email, hmm, tied to my life. Television, I don't watch TV. Like as long as I can have a screen, I'm okay with it. But having like channels to watch, don't care. Uh, landline phone, I only need it for DSL, but otherwise I don't care. Uh, and social media, I kind of needed to advertise this show. So please listen now on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and um, Google us, Sarnet. Slash. Hold the phone. Hold yeah. the landline. <laughs> what was that? I, I, I don't know. Google RS? I don't know. Google RS. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. So that that's all the news for this week's uh, Mobile World Congress coverage and associated content. you have anything else? Uh, no, I don't. What are you, any big plans for next week? I know you... To you, take a nap. Well, I understand. I know you were in Barcelona this week, so what are you doing next week? Next week, I think I'm going to go hit up uh, Ukraine. Oh! I, I hear it's very... Settled? Or on, on easy? I heard from a up-and-coming entrepreneur there are a lot of opportunities. Where did you hear this from? I know a guy who knows a guy. Okay, fine. Uh, any Any other plans? No. No, I, I, okay. Well, what about you? Well, I have to finish a... Two week project in 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 three days, and so and then I, inform your partner on the fourth. I will inform him exactly one minute before the project is due, and he has thirty seconds, therefore, to convince me to put his name in it. And if he doesn't, he will fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's what my plan is. Where can we find you on the internet? Oh, I mean, you can you can write me a letter at eight four nine Tatum Street five five one zero four Saint Paul, Minnesota. I'm gonna put that at the front. Yeah, send send me a letter. No, he's gonna do it. Yeah. Nobody please. knows how to use a postage office. Or say it, apparently. What is it called again? Can you tell me? It's post office. Post office. Orifice? Orifice is uh, where you, you don't put letters. <laughs> no, you don't. The post office. Well, okay. I, I think I won't send you a letter. And do you know where you can find me? Uh, 883 Fairview 55104. You got it. See how easy that was? Like, yeah. I'm on the odd street. You can park here. I, I'm on the odd street too. Are you? I don't know. Nine. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Is that how numbers work? <laughs> well, and of course, on the Twitter, you can find me at uh, Ryan Amar, and of course, on the Google Plus, which is where I post the show notes. Except this week, there was so much Mobile World Congress stuff that I decided to put a lot of this stuff on the Twitter because I was most often live tweeting it and complaining about how hilarious everything was. See, that that Samsung event, it was just absurd. Yeah. I think it's Yep. Anything else? Uh, have a good one. Yep. You write more letters this week. Okay. Um, everybody buy some stamps so the price can go up. Have a good one. Dude, 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 dude. I got two hours of vacation time. How? Oh, I got my first pay period. <laughs> okay, no! <laughs> I can I can edit that so hard. No, 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 no. I got my first paycheck. You see, when I'm looking at two things, my dad says don't buy either. I'm looking at two things. Okay, terrible. That sounded very slushy. Pretty big week. Yes, and it is so big that we have to have a short in- intermission. Okay. Yeah, because a uh, little, little bit of a uh, side note to metadata. I had uh, a lot of apple juice. And I'll be right back. Yeah, good luck. I'll uh, edit that out. Well, yeah, I mean, you want to hear you can, you can have one No, of I don't like... Oh, you got crumbs all over. Oh, what a hit. Oh, nothing. There's a crumb on my keyboard.
you know, incidentally, I don't think it works very well. This one got teeth in. Didn't work. I didn't touch your crackers. <laughs> Hello, Fringe. How's it going? This probably won't be in the Fringe. I'll honestly probably just delete it. But if it isn't in the Fringe, you've heard it. Oh, crap. Well, I'll figure it out. Did it again. Did it again. <sighs> Big week. Literally urination free. Not what I thought you were going to say at all. Well, because it's not. Okay. Uh, let me know when you're ready. Ah, sorry about that. Not and, a problem. Any <laughs> second now.